This is Taking Care in Business, a podcast that dives into the topic of corporate social responsibility from many different perspectives. Host Kathy Pedrotti Hayes is an expert in CSR and philanthropic giving, and her co-host, Vicki Bolson, is the founder and CEO of Bolson Group, a unified marketing company that was also the first B Corp certified company in Indiana. Kathy and Vicki became friends and equally passionate about CSR when they first worked together several years ago. Join them as they talk about why it is always worthwhile to take care in business. This season's podcast is brought to you by Sexton's Creek Productions, an independent design agency offering video production, audio production, web development, digital media design, and much more. They believe in pushing creative boundaries to achieve excellence and taking a unique, collaborative approach to every project. They believe brand equals reputation, and that businesses with the best brands are those who develop a bond of trust and shared values with their audience. It can be a real struggle for businesses to gain the trust of their audience when they can't represent themselves accurately or consistently. That's why Sexton's Creek Productions was created, to help businesses communicate in an authentic and consistent manner. Learn more about building trust with an audience by visiting sextonscreekproductions.com. Hey, Kathy. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I see you have Starbucks there. I do. Did you eat breakfast there as well? I did. Okay. Well, I was so, running late. Uh, well, I don't like breakfast very much. I don't really either, but yeah, yeah. I have the hardest time trying to find something to eat, and I usually do the European breakfast, like a little cheese, a little that. meat, yeah. a little jam. So I got these things. Listen to that. Um, from... Imperfect Produce, which oh, I have delivered, right. and now now they do like regular food. Food, food. Okay. yeah, but it's all you know fancy schmancy with non-GMO. Is it, Im- is it imperfect like packaging or well, something? Well, I think what they do because I is they have um, like the expir- expiration date is coming soon, or oh yeah, or it's overflow or the packaging isn't perfect. So anyway, I it's it's this little um, oatmeal in a you know, package yeah. that you just put the water. Right. So I'm preparing it, and I look, and there's the big, look at that. What is that? Oh, B Corp. B Corp certified. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, and I thought, oh, I have to take it in and show Kathy. So That's maybe neat. we should get Wild Friends on the podcast. Maybe so. It looks like they're out of, hold on a second, Portland, Oregon. Oh, of course, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. Can we be any cooler? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I just thought I'd bring that and show you. I am so excited for our guest today because... They, I, I, I felt like when I talked with her, you couldn't join us. But when I was talking with Jackie, that we just have so much in common. It was probably good you weren't on the phone. You would have been annoyed by us. But um, I doubt that. Jackie is the founder and president of Teak Media and Communications, a purpose-driven PR firm in Boston. And as a B Corps certified public relations firm, Teak Media and Communication has a singular goal to help responsible companies and nonprofit organizations achieve widespread recognition and increase their revenue. It's the only PR firm in New England that's a certified B Corps. Does that sound familiar? Yes, it does. (laughs) Their clients include some pretty big ones like the New England Aquarium, the YMCA's of Greater Boston, the Benjamin Franklin Institute of Technology, Hungry Harvest, 
and my favorite because of my Kennedy obsession, the Robert F. Kennedy Children's Action Corps. Um, and I just, I feel like our listeners are really going to enjoy um, this conversation because she's been in business 22 years and there's been a series of evolutions, yes. you know, and so um, welcome Jackie. Hi, thank you for having me. You're welcome. How are you today? Yeah, great, great. Thanks. How about you all? We're good. We're good. Jackie, this is Kathy, and I'm sorry I wasn't on the pre-interview, but I did do a little bit of internet stalking on you, Antique Media. (laughs) And um, one thing that I'm very curious about is you've been in business since 1997, right? Working, yeah. working with socially responsible organizations. At that time, that wasn't necessarily a super trendy thing, right? Right. We actually, in the beginning years, it was mostly nonprofits. Right. We, we worked with nonprofits. And through them, um, some of their corporate sponsors. So that was like the beginning of what it meant to be socially responsible were the sponsors of the nonprofits, the companies that got involved. Sure, that makes sense, yeah. yeah. I have a consulting company, and, and mine, even though my passion has been CSR for all these years, there wasn't a whole lot of work to be done back in the 90s, and so um, much of my work has probably followed yours. I don't do PR. I do more organizational development work, but mm-hmm. started uh, with a lot of nonprofits and then, you know, kind of morphing into that. So that that's cool. Well, yeah. And, and I told you, Jackie, that Kathy was the one who, so I had hired her to help with strategic planning, and she suggested we become a B Corp. I love how you came to be a B Corp. Will you share with us? And please name drop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, uh, wait till Kathy hears this. So, okay. So, we, you know, we have been doing nonprofits for years and years, and then it was actually my colleague who started reading about the B Corps movement, and she, you know, brought in an article in the Times, and I was like, wait, this is us. We are a B Corps. We should be, you know, um, certified. We should look into it. But um, I was hesitant because I felt like we were too small, and, you know, it was one of those things. I was like, oh, you know, we're too small to do that. But anyway, so one of my early mentors, which is a crazy story, was Jerry Greenfield from Ben and Jerry's. And I happened to be talking to him around that time when I saw this article and I mentioned it to him. You know, Ben and Jerry's is one of the reasons the whole movement began, which we could talk about. Okay, so, you know, so he encouraged me to sign up or to rather, you know, look into it. And he actually connected me with Jay Cohen at the time, you know, just for a phone call. So I did, you know, I talked to them. I was like, okay, we're going to try it. And we passed. So I was really excited, of course. And we've been recertifying ever since. That was 2013. Which was the same as us. Yeah, but those are some pretty cool names. Oh, I know. (laughs) I know. I I think it's so impressive. We talked, too, about uh, just how hard the B Corps certification process was, and but how worth it it was. And mm. um, talk a little bit about how the process was for you, where you, you know, really excelled and where you struggled and, and getting, um, you know, the points. I hate to put it like that because you don't want it to feel like you're just, I'm trying to get points. But, um, like like me, you felt like you had improved so many things just by going through the certification process. And I think that's mm. a really great point to make uh, to, for our listeners. Yeah, and, and that mostly was the environmental impact mm-hmm. that our company has. When I realized where we could be, as you say, getting points or improving 
are really approving our, our impact on the planet, I started making those changes, like buying products from companies that give back instead of just from Staples, for example, or hiring locally always when we can um, so that, you know, it reduces the carbon impact. The products that we buy, things like that. I mean, there we have some limitations because we don't own our own building. You know, we rent. But where we could improve, we have. And um, where I think we get the most, where Teak really gets the most points or is just the core of what we do because we are strict and only um, represent nonprofits and responsible companies, that's where we get the bulk of our points. And also then the um, way that we, our culture, which we, we're doing this anyway, but again, it's our culture where we, we actually have really good benefits, especially for a small company. Um, we get volunteer days, things like that, specific volunteer hours too, and days, and we do things as a group. So, you know, it's that sort of thing. But, you know, where we find a struggle, honestly, is in the diversity. And we, I really am making a concerted effort to change that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of agent, people in the agency world are going through that, really, at this point. That's what I hear anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it, in Indy, we do. We even have a firm that put together a diversity group, um, just women from different firms to talk about how can we, um, you know, just improve in that area. So that's that's been really helpful and interesting. Yeah. So, I'm reading this book called Waking Up White. It's unbelievable for yeah. anybody who is truly interested in yeah. addressing in just inherent bias and, you know, how we approach the world and how to change that approach. It's an incredible book. Oh, good. Yeah. Thanks for that, that tip. Yeah, I wrote that down. So, Jackie, on your website, I loved Fearless Communications. Can you talk a little bit about what that is? Um, yeah, it's for, you know, both nonprofits and responsible companies, I have found in my work with them, get jammed up in their fears about what they should or should not say. Mm. It's like what goes unsaid or what people are going to think about what I'm saying. And they ruin their own messaging. They make it less impactful and less compelling by not addressing the real issues. It's it's incredible to me, honestly, when you sit and watch these people talk and they don't really address what they're doing because they're afraid of it. So, for example, in the sustainable business world, a lot of companies were, well, until I would say recently, so, the, um, so much has changed in the past two years. It's been remarkable just watching the trend. But even two years ago, a lot of companies were not talking about their sustainability or what they were doing to be responsible because they were afraid that people would think they were greenwashing. Right. Mm-hmm. Or they were afraid that people would say, but you're not perfect because you do A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. Or okay, but why are you coming late to the party? You're just starting this now when all along you've been doing all these terrible things. And so they wouldn't talk about it at all. But now that um, more companies are doing it and really are going the extra mile in it, more and more companies are talking about it. So, But they're still not addressing the real issues in a way that they could that would get their message across and make people believe them. And why do I care about this is, when companies weren't talking about it or if they talk about it in the wrong way that doesn't make people understand 
or it doesn't address the fact that you actually can make money and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You can make money and you should be making money because if you aren't making money, you are not sustainable. So, you know, that's not either make money or do the right thing. It's how do we do the right thing and also make money and talk about it in a way that will get more companies to join in and also get consumers to expect it of companies so that the movement will grow. That's the whole thing for, about this for me is mm-hmm. how do we get companies to talk about it so that more more will do it and the movement will grow. And, and it will just become the norm rather than, like, we shouldn't have to say sustainable company or responsible company. Yes. It should just be a company right. that, you know, that is responsible. That should be the future. Well, you started as a reporter, which is another thing that I, I found to be interesting. I worked behind the camera for CBS in New York, and you were in front of the camera as a reporter. Did you find that, um, uh, and that was 22 years ago, that this was talked about at all? I I was print, um, not TV. Oh, okay. um, I thought you were a... TV reporter, no, my bad. No, I have people on my staff who who um, were on TV, but I, yeah, I was print and a couple, another, some of us were print, some of us won TV, but anyway, um, we, we have a number of people on our team who were reporters, but back then, not really, no, nope, no, and I'm trying to think about when, it was though, early, yeah, it was 1997 that I met Jerry, and he, um, you know, they were involved in Ben & Jerry's. You know, Ben & Jerry's was one of the first companies. He was still with Ben & Jerry's when I met him. Hmm. And they were the, one of the first companies to really make a splash about being responsible and doing things that were great for the world. I think, though, that um, people, they just weren't talking about it. It isn't that we, we've talked about this before on the podcast, it wasn't that we didn't want to work for companies that made a difference. You know, mm-hmm. in our generation, it wasn't that. It was just that it wasn't something that was really open, yeah. yeah, and openly discussed. Um, because, and you know, it's the whole millennial, you know, stereotype, which I think sometimes is fair and most often not really fair. But it's just that they're more vocal about that. You know, that's what they expect and hope for and dream for. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So when you're working with companies, um, what advice do you give them if they're interested in like um, either growing or uh, starting a, a CSR sort of or purpose-driven component? We don't really help them become responsible. We just help them talk about what it is that they're doing that is responsible. It's their communication. So always, you know, we'll go through what are you afraid of? What are you afraid people are going to say about you? What don't you want people to know? I mean, we start there. And then work around it so that we get to the messaging that is compelling and honest and truthful. Like you can say, yeah, no, we're not perfect. Or yes, we are still part of the problem, like the dirty fashion industry. They, they are, many of them are making inroads to become more responsible, but they have to talk about the history of their industry and what actually goes on today still. So that they can say, listen, this is a really dirty industry, and here's what we're doing to try to change it. If you don't talk about the problem, how can you talk about yourself as part of the solution? But some people are just afraid to talk about the, the problem. Or, or, yeah. Even I was working with a, resp- a recycling agency. They were a nonprofit. And they were, I mean, the recycling industry is really, as we know now, um, but I was working with them a few years ago before it became 
so apparent what's going on in the recycling industry. They didn't want to talk about the recycling industry because they didn't want people to know it was broken. And they thought if it was broken, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, nobody would pay attention to it and then people would stop recycling. When I worked with them hard to help them understand that you've got to talk about the problems in it and the ways in which your organization is part of the solution or you're never going to change it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't pretend it's not happening, you know, and then try to think that your your messaging is compelling. It just isn't. It has to right. start with the truth. Well, and I just feel does like... This, does this resonate with you guys in your world? Does, you know, does this, do your clients face these things? Yeah, yeah. I mean... You know, and there's so many different reasons to to bring those stories to the forefront. You know, uh, sometimes it's workforce development. They can't, you know, we're struggling here with, I mean, it's great. There's a low unemployment rate, but uh, companies are mm. having a hard time finding and recruiting, you know, employees of any level. And so we, mm. we talk a lot about um that they, you know, they feel like they're being boastful if they talk about the good they're doing or right. the, the great workplace culture they have. And we just try to um, remind them that, you know, this isn't just about your brand necessarily. It's about the employer brand. So people will want to work, you know, at your company. And so, yeah, oh, yeah, right. we, we um I would, uh, similarly to how you just explained it, you know, that's the same conversations we're having. Well, I just think, yeah, organizations are, and just people in general are the whole, that whole notion of vulnerability, right, Mm -hmm. is just something that resonates Mm. so much with, because, you know, of all the literature that's out and, and, and everybody watches the Brene Brown special and cries Mm -hmm. and, you know, I mean, it's all, it's, uh, it's definitely all around. So yeah, that, that's certainly something that we see. So, um, Jackie, tell us um, how people, especially in the Boston area or the New England area, can find you. If something that um, we've talked about today, they say, oh, my word, we need to give her a buzz. Um, thank you. It's teakmedia.com, teak like the wood, T-E-A-K, media.com, and we're at 617-269-7171. And I'm at Jackie at teakmedia.com. And social media? Um, Facebook, LinkedIn, of course, Instagram, all there, Teak Media. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, Jackie, thank you so much for coming on today, talking to our listeners. I know they're going to get a lot from this, and thanks for all the great work that you do. Thank you guys for doing this and the work that you're doing. It's really amazing to speak with people who share the same values and do the same thing and we're like colleagues from different parts of the country. That's right. We're going to maybe come to Boston sometime. Come visit you. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take Bye, care. Bye, Jackie. Thank you. Bye-bye. Let's give a big thank you to Matthew Sosi, our podcast engineer. You can visit the Taking Care in Business website at takingcareinbusiness.com. Or just visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at takingcareinbiz. That's taking care in B-I-Z. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at any time at info at takingcareinbusiness.com. Thank you for joining us today, and until next time, take Take care care in in business.
This season's podcast is brought to you by Sexton's Creek Productions, an independent design agency offering video production, audio production, web development, digital media design, and much more. They believe in pushing creative boundaries to achieve excellence and taking a unique, collaborative approach to every project. They believe brand equals reputation and that businesses with the best brands are those who develop a bond of trust and shared values with their audience. It can be a real struggle for businesses to gain the trust of their audience when they can't represent themselves accurately or consistently. That's why Sexton's Creek Productions was created, to help businesses communicate in an authentic and consistent manner. Learn more about building trust with an audience by visiting sextonscreekproductions.com.